Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, hey guys, welcome to Pursuing Jesus Podcast. Thank you for listening. This is episode 24. We're in the Spiritual Gifts series. This episode is about deliverance. It's going to be a quick one. I am not an expert on deliverance. I can point you in the direction of some incredible people who do deliverance on the regular, and they teach on it, and there's books that have been written on it. But I have operated in this gift. It's one of the spiritual gifts, and it all comes from seeking first the kingdom. It all comes from walking in relationship with the Holy Spirit. He will equip you to do every good work, and uh, I want to teach you to do that today in just a couple of minutes. First, I just want to thank you for listening. You know, we have almost 30,000 streams in the in the first two and a half months, three months of doing this podcast. That's incredible to me. And the reason we're able to do all of these things is because of partners like you. Everything that I do is free. Uh, that's for, you know, the work of the ministry. When we put on events, when we put on conferences, when I'm going to put on a conference later this year, it's going to be absolutely free. And you know that putting on a conference or something like that, that costs money. But we have partners, we have donors, we have people that believe in what we're doing and they help us so that we never have to charge. And so I want to invite you, we're looking for 100 partners to consider giving just $5 a month. We're trying to grow as a ministry so that we can do more. And, uh, you know, there, there could be 25 people who want to give 20 a month, but we're really asking people to consider, would you pray and say, Lord, do you want me to support this ministry? It's $5 a month. That's like a cup of coffee a month. And um, for those of you who already support us, thank you. I can hear my little son in the other room. My wife has given him a bath, and he's not happy about it right now. So forgive me for the excess noise, but I'm thankful to hear him cry. That means I have a son, and he's such a blessing. So anyways, yeah, thank you for those who already give. You can give through shanewinnings.com, or on this podcast, you can just click in the description. It should say, support this podcast. You can give through Anchor. And make sure you're following us and hit the bell and turn on notifications so that you get updates when I post a new episode like this one. Okay, so today we're going to talk about deliverance. Now, deliverance is just casting out demons, casting off demons. Um, you know, contrary to popular belief, Christians can be oppressed by demons. Now, a Christian can't be possessed by a demon because a Christian is possessed, is owned, is occupied by the Holy Spirit, which is the living Spirit of God. So a Christian is possessed by God. The Bible says that Jesus purchased us with his blood. And so if you belong to God, if you're his child, you have been bought by the blood of Jesus and you come to him by faith. He puts the Holy Spirit inside of you, which the Bible says is a seal for the day of redemption. And it's a guarantee of our salvation. And so know as a Christian you can't be possessed by the devil or by demons, but you, you can be oppressed, which means something on the outside is working towards you and is trying to influence you one way or the other. Maybe it's towards depression, or maybe it's towards an addiction, or maybe it's, you know, um, intrusive thoughts or whatever it is. Many Christians that I've met have dealt with some type of demonic oppression. It's, it's a normal thing. 
But the amazing thing is that we have the authority over every evil and unclean spirit. Jesus gave us that. And, um, and so it's important to walk in this gifting. Now, Jesus even taught what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And what he's telling us is this. Our natural words and decisions and actions have spiritual impact. They're not separate. The spiritual, the supernatural world, and the world we live in, the physical, natural world, they are intertwined, and it matters. And what authority do we have to do this? We have the authority of the Holy Spirit. Jesus empowered the disciples. He equipped them to go out, and they came back, and they said, Lord, even the demons flee at your name. And he says, don't don't get too excited about that, but rather be excited that your names are in the book of life. And so Jesus is making an emphasis that, hey, it's more important to belong to God than it is to do his works, because anyone can cast out demons in the name of Jesus, because it's not about the person, it's about the name. It's about the authority that comes from the name of Jesus. And so I want to make that abundantly clear. There's a lot of teaching on there out there that's talking about this authority and that authority, and listen, the authority comes from the Holy Spirit. The demons leave because of the name of Jesus. It's not Jesus plus anything. And so, how can you apply this to your life? I'm not going to try to get too in-depth with this. I'm not an expert, but I have done it. Because Jesus did it, he taught his disciples to do it. I've read the Bible, and I've gone out, and I've found myself in situations where a deliverance happened, and the Lord taught me through it, and I had people around me, wise counsel, who taught me through it as well. And just a side note, if you're looking for amazing teachers and people who practice this, Mike Signorelli, Daniel Adams, uh, Vlad Savchuk from Hungry Gen Church, um, Isaiah Saldivar. These guys are amazing. I've reached out. I've talked to all of them, um, some a little more than others. And this community really does care about seeing people get set free. Because at the end of the day, deliverance happens when someone is oppressed and they need to be set free. And as Christians, we have the authority to do it. And so I'll tell you about the first time I ever did a deliverance. Um, I was hanging out with my friend, and I was trying to talk to them. And I was like, hey, you know, um, I think they were having a hard day or something. I was like, let me put some worship music on. And they were like, I don't want to listen to that. And to me, I I think I was born again maybe six months. I'm a new believer. And I was like, well, that's a weird response. And I was like, no, like, you love this song. This is your favorite song. And they were like, I hate that song. And it felt weird to me. Like, all of a sudden, I felt this weird feeling come over my body. And they kind of, they began to manifest, like, physically. So, like, their shoulders kind of reeled back, and it just, it looked creepy. And the Lord spoke to me, and I had a thought, which was the Lord speaking, and it was, this is demonic, And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, they're being oppressed by a demon. Like, my friend isn't talking right now. The demon is talking through them. And that might sound weird to you, but, you know, Jesus interviewed people and the demon was the one he was talking to, not the person. The person was oppressed. And so anyways, I was like, hey, can I just pray for you? And I started to pray and they got mad at my prayer. And I I began to say, In Jesus' name, I command every demonic force to leave right now. I bind you. I cast you out of my friend right now. I cast you off of my friend, and I command you to leave in Jesus' name. And I was just praying like that. I didn't know what I was saying. I was brand new, born again. 
I ended up calling a good friend, putting him on speaker and said, hey, will you help walk me through this? Because my friend is clearly oppressed. And um, I'll tell you that it was quite an experience, you know, through this deliverance, which lasted, you know, maybe 45 minutes. My friend looked at me at one point and said, you don't know what you're saying. You've never casted out a demon. You don't know what you're doing right now. And they had the nastiest look on their face. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is a demon talking to me right now. And so I, I was honest and I looked back and I said, you're right. I don't know what I'm doing and I don't have any authority, but Jesus Christ has all authority. And in his name, I command you. And they started to yell and I knew that we were getting somewhere. And so long story short, my friend ended up getting delivered and um, it was amazing. And since then, it's been about five and a half years. I've seen hundreds and hundreds of demons come out of people. I just did a nationwide tour this last summer, and we saw deliverance at almost every city out of the 44 cities that I toured in. And there's videos of that. You can go check it out on my um, Instagram page if you scroll way back, you know, demons manifesting and people getting free from witchcraft and all kinds of things. But the important thing is this. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. These signs follow the believer, right? They will cast out demons. And so it's important to know that you as the Christian have the green light and the authority and the power over demons because of Christ in you. Because of the Holy Spirit and at the name of Jesus, these demons have to go. And so it's all about the secret place. When you get alone with God, when you when you get in his word, when you pray, when you become aware of how God wants to use you and and how Jesus um, you know operated and how he taught the disciples to operate and you begin to let that become real to you it's not just a story in the book all of a sudden as you're going through your life you might encounter someone who's oppressed and for most people they just don't recognize what it is they just go oh man that person's having a bad day or, oh man, maybe that person's on drugs or something like that because they're acting crazy. But they might be manifesting under the presence of a demonic spirit and they need to be set free. And so as a Christian, you need to go, oh my gosh, that is a demonic thing. Let me go pray. You can begin to pray for them. You can command that thing to leave in the name of Jesus. Maybe in your family, you've seen demonic oppression. Maybe in yourself, you've seen demonic oppression. You, you know, maybe you struggle with night terrors or nightmares or intrusive thoughts like just crazy intrusive thoughts or, you know, a, an addictive personality to sin or whatever it is. That is a sign that you may be oppressed by demonic forces and it's nothing to be afraid of. It's actually something that you want to know so that you can deal with it. And so I want to encourage you to know that we have the authority over these demonic forces and you can begin to pray in Jesus' name. And so what we're going to do is we're going to pray and we're going to take authority over the demonic force. We're going to command it to leave in Jesus' name. And we are going to replace that presence with the truth of God's word and ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill every area that was once occupied by demons. And so if I was praying for someone, I would just begin to... to figure out what is the oppression. You know, maybe someone says, hey, I'm, I remember praying for a woman and she said, I'm suicidal. And so we were praying and I was like, every demon of suicide, I command you to leave every spirit of death. I'm just praying as I feel led in my spirit. 
and um, whatever is coming to mind, and I'm speaking life, I said, the, the Lord has come so that you may have life and life more abundantly. You are so loved. You're loved by God. Your life is valuable. You have meaning. I command every lie coming against you to, to leave right now, to fall flat. I, I tear down every stronghold over you that would say that your life is never going to get better, that you're going to die. And I would just begin to pray. And all of a sudden, I had this thought to ask her where all of her trauma began. And I went to ask her, and she would not respond. And so I realized that there was a demon that was actually that I was talking to. And so I said, I command you in Jesus' name, you tell me where this trauma began. And she she said sexual abuse when I was a kid. Or no, actually, this is how the demon responded. The demon said sexual abuse when she was a kid. And I said, what happened to her? And the demon said, I made her brother touch her when she was young. Like, guys, this is wild stuff. But this is walking with the Lord because... God wants this woman to be free. And so I found out, man, this is where the root of this issue was, was from this childhood sexual abuse. And I began to speak life over that area. I began to rebuke every assignment over her life since that point. And she got absolutely free. And she messaged me weeks later and said, hey, I still don't want to kill myself. This is amazing. God is so real. He's shown himself to me. I love him. I love my life. I'm so thankful um, and, and this is the power that we have. And so don't look at deliverance as something that's intimidating or something that's not for you. I believe that deliverance is for every Christian. And there's a reason I haven't gone super in-depth on it because I don't want it to become this mystical thing to you. Now, there's a lot of uh, amazing teaching on it. You can check out Derek Prince on YouTube. Uh, he does incredible teachings on deliverance. But the main points I wanted you to take away from, because I know I want to keep these episodes short, is that I want you to understand that as a Christian, you might find yourself in situations where you begin to pray for someone or you meet someone and something just doesn't feel right. Something's rubbing you the wrong way or something just feels off. You can begin to see with spiritual eyes and go, man, I may be dealing with a demonic oppression. And you can start to press into that and you can start to take authority. And it can be very gentle. You can, Maybe you're talking with a friend and Every time you bring up something, they, they break down crying and it's kind of abnormal or, or, you know, they have an abnormal anger problem. You know, it's not just like a, a frustration that they're trying to kill in their flesh, but like they get really angry or whatever it is. And you can say, hey, can, can we just pray about that? You can, you can do deliverance at a coffee shop. You can say, can we just pray about that really quick? And you can say, man, can I just grab your hand? Let's just, let me just touch your hand. Let's just hold hands. Let me pray. And you can say, Father, I thank you that every evil, tormenting spirit that's tried to come against them to make them feel angry or to make them depressed would leave right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that you love this person. I thank you that your love is patient, your love is kind, God. I thank you that you have spoken about their value when you sent your son, and you begin to speak life over them. You're speaking life. You're commanding every evil assignment to leave. You're commanding, you know, if you feel like it's witchcraft, you're commanding witchcraft to be broken off in Jesus' name. And all of the sudden, you are starting to deliver your friend through the name of Jesus Christ. It's absolutely amazing. And I believe that deliverance needs to make a comeback in the church. So, 
And so I know this was short, but all I wanted to do was open your eyes to the reality that, hey, deliverance is real, demons can really oppress people, and a lot of people in the church are oppressed. Um, There's a reason that the church and the unchurched have a lot of the same statistics in certain categories, divorce, uh, addictions, um, uh, drug and alcohol use even, premarital sex, uh, sex outside of marriage, all of these things. A lot of the times, uh, the statistics I've seen, the church and the unchurched are the same. Why? Because there's demonic oppression. There's a spiritual warfare happening against the members of the church. And if we never talk about it, then we're never going to be able to get free. And so you can start to see some of the signs of someone who might be oppressed. And that's someone that you can pray for. That's someone that you can meet with. Start to specifically tear down every lie that's um, in alignment with their behavior and start to speak life in that area and start to ask the Holy Spirit to come and, and command evil spirits to leave. And I'm telling you that it's incredible. I would highly encourage you to go check out those teachings that I brought up in this podcast. Like I said, this is in no means supposed to be a total breakdown. This is an overview of a spiritual gift, uh, a, a couple little testimonies of deliverances that I've seen, and um, hopefully to fire you up to get out there and to keep praying for people and to keep your eyes open. You might be praying for someone and you might see a manifestation or something like that. I remember, I'll share this one last thing. Um, I was in Wyoming and I was praying for this boy. His mom brought him up and said he deals with anger. And so I said, do you want to be free from anger? And he said, yes. And I said, okay, I want you to say this. I want you to say, I don't want to be angry anymore. And he said it. And I said, say this, Jesus, help me to not be angry anymore. And he said it. And so I said, let me pray for you. And I said, Lord, I thank you for this boy. I thank you, God, that you love him, that your love is patient and kind. And right now, in the name of Jesus, I command every spirit of anger. And as soon as I said that, his face like scrunched up really tight, like he was tensing all of his muscles. And I knew right there, man, this demon is angry because this it's manifesting. And so I begin to pray, every spirit of anger, go. I thank you, God, every spirit of rage, leave. God, I tear down every stronghold over his life, um, generational anger, all these things. And as I began to pray, I noticed that his face started to soften up, soften up, and then he began to weep. And a lot of times when I've done deliverance, someone will go from manifesting to weeping. And that's because they're getting free and the Holy Spirit is touching them. And when someone starts weeping and I feel like the deliverance is over, I began to speak life over him. I said, Lord, you love him. You're going to use him. He's going to break anger off of other people. The generational curse of anger stops with him. And I just began to speak all of this life over him. And he, I asked him how he felt afterwards, and he said, I feel so light. I feel free. And he was smiling. He had not smiled at the whole meeting. And that's just one example. Deliverance, there's so many different ways deliverance can go down, but I hope these little examples and this quick talk can encourage you to to just pray for people. Man, if you're a Christian, you're walking in the Spirit, people need freedom, and you have the authority to do it through the Holy Spirit. So thanks for joining. I want to encourage you, share this. If it helped you, um, give us a review on Amazon. or On Amazon, I say that every time, <laughs> on Amazon. Give us a review on Apple. Or give us a rating on Spotify. And uh, of course, I want to pray for you right now that you would experience freedom and that you would walk in this. So let's pray. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for this person. I thank you that you love them, God. I thank you that by your blood, Jesus, that you have purchased us and that we are your possession. 
and that you have given us authority over evil and unclean spirits. And right now, Lord, I pray that you would use every person listening to deliver the oppressed and to set them free in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, that what your word says is true, that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. And I pray that they would set others free, and I pray that they themselves would be free from every form of oppression. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right. Amen, guys. Bless you. We'll see you next time.